Hello, I'm Amy Stevenson, and this is The Human CEO. In each episode, we'll be meeting with CEOs and senior leaders to understand their approach to leadership, the challenges they faced, and how they overcame them. We'll also be asking what they feel it takes to be a great leader. It's very easy in our world to, you know, see videos of Elon Musk or whoever it is and think, okay, well, I've got to act like that. But no, he, he is his own person. You know, actually be yourself ultimately. I think, you know, people will, will follow you in, in that sense and, and believe in you. Welcome to The Human CEO. I'm your host, Amy Stevenson, and today I'm joined by James Marshall. James is the Managing Director of Spinning Fox, a digital product design and build agency delivering business transformation products and services for partner companies. James began his career in graphic design before developing into a project manager role with a huge passion for creating digital solutions. Having sailed across the Atlantic at the age of 19, James has learned from a variety of leaders throughout his career and now Managing Director himself, James joins us today to share his insight as a leader and human CEO. Thank you for joining us today, James. It's great to have you with us. It's great to be here. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more about Spinning Fox. So can you tell us a bit about your organisation, what it stands for and what you're hoping to achieve, please? Of course, yeah. So uh, Spinning Fox, we are uh, described as a, a digital product design and build agency. Um, but at the heart of everything that we do, we're, we're essentially trying to... Um, solve problems for for our clients that we work mm. with really so we really like to try and get a deep understanding at the beginning of, of their business the challenges that they kind of might be facing and then we essentially use design and technology to try and uh, solve some of those problems as well really um, so we really work hard to try and uh, you know take employ people in the company who are at their heart problem solvers um mm. So that doesn't matter whether they're a designer, an engineer, a strategist, uh, whatever role they take in the company, at the heart, they love kind of solving solving problems. Yeah. Um, and then, so, you know, that then may manifest into creating a, a product that might be, um, you know, it might be uh, a web app, a mobile app, um, some desktop software, it might be a blockchain, NFT creation, a whole range of different things, really. Um, but yeah, just um, getting to the heart of the problem, we really try, we get a lot of kind of clients that come in and say, right, I want this and I want it to do X, Y, and Z. And Right, look, step back. Let's let's spend some time together, really, kind of getting to the heart of your your business and understand the, the problems that you might be facing. And actually, a lot of the time, we discover what they think they need is actually not what they need in in the end. So, yeah, fantastic. And and so, as a leader of that kind of organisation, delivering those kind of products, what what kind of challenges are you up against at the moment, typically? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this I'm sure will be the same for a lot of people right now, but I think it's it's sourcing um, great talent um, in line with our growth ambitions. So we're trying to kind of grow uh, massively over the course of the next year, really. But it's an extremely competitive market out there for talent. So we're up against some of the best companies out there. It's all about how we how we sell. You know, Spinning Fox is a great place to work for people, all about the package that we can offer as well. Um, and we, we have to make ourselves kind of stand out, really. So for me, in, in the business that we work in, if we aren't able to um, attract really, really great talent, um, then actually we have nothing um, as, a, as a company. Um, so it's interesting, I was kind of reflecting on this a little bit the other day and 
kind of came to the conclusion that it's almost like I, sometimes I feel like I'm running a recruitment company um, actually at the moment. And and that's not a bad thing. It can, you think, oh, God, I'm spending all this time, you know, meeting new candidates and, and trying to find new talent. Mm-hmm. That time is well worth being invested because if we can get great talent in the business, you know, the, the company will excel as a result of that. Um, you know, the, uh, the job jobs, you know, my job becomes easier because I uh, have great people around me delivering great work for our, for our clients at our heart, heart. So um, kind of coming to the realisation, shouldn't see it as a, as a problem and something that is a hindrance on my time. It's actually well worth, you know, investing that time and effort and finding the best talent that we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that, that's really important for organisations at the minute is to <clears throat> clearly define who it is that you are and who it is that you're looking for. Because I think your job, as you said, it feels like you're in a recruitment business at the minute. And the, the easiest way to, I guess, decrease your ratios and increase the effectiveness is to repel the people that you don't want to work with and very much attract the people that you do want to work with. And that's at the heart of understanding who you are as a business, isn't yeah. it? I think I think that's bang on. I, I think from the first touch point of somebody, uh, you know, learning about Spinning Fox, so whether that's uh, we, we spend a bit of time investing in creating some videos, for example, on uh, uh, on our website to so that if somebody is considering applying for a role, we're getting getting that before we're getting ahead of the game and we're telling them a little bit about us and why we're a great place to work at mm-hmm. before they even hit that kind of apply button. Yeah. Um, so uh, and then, you know, I find it really important to spend a good chunk of that. Um, that first initial interview is is telling people, you know, why we are different from any other um, agency out there. Um, why we are a kind of a great place to, to work. So really kind of sell the company, not just going straight into tell me about you and your background, why, you know, why we should take you. It's, it's, it's about selling ourselves, I think, more, more than anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and can you tell us a bit about your journey into lead? then so is it always going to be the case that you were leading a business was that always your ambition or so organic? yeah um kind of interesting background so i actually started out in design um i did uh, i graduated with first class first class honors in in graphic design um from university worked as a designer for a number of years and then kind of started to realize that I wanted to run my own thing um, and um, still didn't quite, didn't, I knew that that wasn't going to happen immediately. I needed to build up the kind of knowledge and learn from others around me. So, but I knew that somewhere in my journey, I wanted to, um, to, to, to run my own business. Um, so I then ended up kind of working more closely with clients and I found that I loved the interaction with them, understanding the brief, uh, the, brief the root of the problem um, behind that brief. Um, and then moved into uh, project management roles, working in some incredible London agencies, um, RGA, Analog Folk, Havas, um, and a few others. And then um, ended up leading the delivery side of, of some of their biggest accounts, Nike, Dyson, Unilever, and a number of others. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized I had the ability to um, lead teams across different disciplines. So not just leading a delivery team in terms of project management, but actually kind of I could work across a range of different areas and probably leverage my creative background, you know, when working with creatives and building up great knowledge of, of you know, being able to work with engineers, developers. Um, 
And then I really ended up meeting our two current founders, so James Line and Tim Aiken, um, who I instantly sparked up a great relationship with with them. And they took me on as, as um, MD of, of Spinning Fox. And I think that I, nobody ever really told me, I don't think that I would be a great leader. I just um, think that um, I, I just understood that I had a great ability of, of creating strong teams around me and kind of understanding where the gaps in a team were and where we needed to bring strong people in. And I think that uh, I was also then able to kind of motivate those teams around a, a, a shared, um, you know, shared goals and, and thinking and, and, and passion ultimately. And I, I think that's the key thing is, is really kind of rallying the people around you to, to all be sort of focusing on that same um, common goal that you're going after. Absolutely, absolutely. So as well as being the sort of, um, I guess, the conduit, you, if you're bringing people together and you're bringing people into the organisation, as well as doing that, what other skills do you think are important for a leader, to be successful as a leader? Yes, um, that's a good question. So um, I think it's probably being able to bring different perspectives to the table. So again, that, that I think that is not just yourself, but again, the teams that you're building around you coming from kind of different backgrounds and things to bring a different perspective into solving those problems that I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, not being afraid to lead um, by uh, setting an example. So getting in there and getting your hands dirty, not just directing, but actually mm -hmm. showing you know, that you want to be in there with the team and, and working really hard with them. And um, I, I think that's super important. Um, I think it's also just putting trust and faith in those people around them. So much in the same way that I think James and Tim saw uh, put faith in me to to be MD of, of Spinning Fox. I think it's it's then my duty to put my trust and faith in those people that I I'm you know the team that we're building, um, and trust that they probably will make mistakes. But that that doesn't matter. You know the important thing is is then learning from those, reflecting and and kind of improving. That's very much the kind of mentality that we tried to to instill here. Um, and then lastly, I think, like I mentioned before, is motivating people towards that um, that common goal. Um, it's very easy, I think, as a leader to think, oh, yeah, we're all on the same path. Everybody understands what, what the goal of the company is, even what we sell and what how we market ourselves to customers. Um, that's definitely not always the case. So I, I, I spend time with the team um, on a quarter, every quarter. I meet everybody in, in the company and... Um, ask them, you know, who are, who are Spinning Fox? What do we do? What do we sell? What are our goals? What are, what are we aiming to achieve over the course of the next year to check that there is that alignment? And that is no, by no means, I'm not testing them. You know, there's no pass or fail, but it's actually to just avoid me from assuming that we're all kind of going in the same direction and actually yeah, yeah. check that alignment is there. It's easily done though, I suppose, isn't it? If you it put is. the vision and you're, you know, you're full it is, Yeah, I mean, it's like, great. Yeah, it's written down on some slides. Everybody knows what we're doing it's like yeah. no you kind of you have to uh, continually check i think on that alignment and, and broadly most of the time it's there Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting seeing, you know, even getting people to do like an elevator pitch, right? Tell, mm -hmm. tell me, you know, you've got two minutes to, to tell the potential customer, uh, client, you know, what we do. Um, and I, lo I love kind of hear hearing that from people as well. Brilliant. That's good advice. Really good advice. And, and so we spoke prior to the podcast, we spoke a little bit about leaders that you've been influenced by. But what I'm really interested in as well is... Mm -hmm. are, 
Was there an experience or a piece of advice earlier on in your career that shaped that leadership style? I think most of the time it's people telling me to be to be myself um, ultimately not become a leader that you think uh, you know you think you should be or show the traits that you think that people would expect of you in your role I think it's you end you end up where you are as a leader as a result of of being yourself and 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 um being genuine I think to the people around you um so I I think that I've been told that a few times um it's very easy in our world to you know see videos of Elon Musk or, or whoever it is and think, okay, well, I've got to act like that. And be, yeah. But no, he, he is his own person, mm-hmm. you know, actually, you know, be yourself ultimately, I think at, at heart and, you know, people will, will follow you in, in that sense and, and believe in you. If you're trying to be somebody else, people, you know, people aren't idiots. They'll see yeah. through that in no time. <laughs> quite quickly, quite quickly. Yeah. And, and so is there a piece of advice other than that, that you would offer to someone that was looking to follow in your footsteps? Mm. So either as a founder or someone that's taking a step up into a leadership role, what advice would you give them? Um, I think always encourage feedback as well. So um, not just um, not just in your team. It's great to kind of create uh, an environment where people are open to to feedback, but also encourage feedback from others. It's very easy as a as a leader. Obviously, a common phrase. You know, it's lonely at the lonely at the top in a way. But I, I hate that. It's actually I want the people around me to feel like they can um, give me feedback and, and make suggestions on how I could improve things. So um, in the team that I have around me, I, I constantly ask for kind of feedback and improvements. And I am by no means, you know, the finished article. Um, I, I know that I have a lot more to learn every day. I'm kind of building up new skills and things. So I think mm-hmm. often the only way that you can really get that is is get encourage that feedback. It's you know, I think a lot of people shy away from giving feedback to somebody in a leadership position because, like, oh, well, I don't yeah. want to, to kind of make them feel like they're not doing things properly. But actually creating that environment where they are encouraged to do do that, um, I, I think, is, is very important. And then... I, I think it's yeah to, to my other point uh, earlier that I made is is check regularly that everybody is actually follow, you know um, rallying behind the same common goal and mm-hmm. um, and and direction that you're trying to take things. Fantastic, and and in terms of leaders that have influenced you, then are there people past or present, famous or otherwise, are there leaders that particularly stand out to you as, as people that you admire? Yeah, um, there's been a huge number of people along the way, um, along my journey, that have given me inspiration. Um, it's it's very difficult to kind of pick out one character because actually you you do you pull bits from different people. Um, so I was I was thinking about this and. Um, you know, even so, years ago when I think I was 19, I uh, sailed across the Atlantic um, um, from the Canary yeah. Islands to St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being, um, having having leaders on board that boat that you could really believe in, in a, in a situation like that, when you're in the middle of the Atlantic, there's no nobody that's going to come and save you, you know, mm-hmm. any time soon. There are a few times where we had kind of a few storms and things like that, and you really see those leadership traits come out mm-hmm. where where people they, they can very quickly get people to understand, guys, we need to focus. This is what we need to do. Whether that be getting a sail, you know, getting up on deck and getting a sail down very very quickly, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, I think it's it's 
those kind of leaders come to the front in that situation where they've got that experience and people immediately go, this is somebody I can put my trust in and I'm going to follow their direction. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in terms of other people, if I had to kind of pick out uh, an individual, um, there was a client partner that I used to work with at a previous agency, um, uh, Joanna Penn. Um, she's now actually, interestingly, managing director at um, a CRM agency called um, Armadillo and doing, you know, brilliantly. I think I learned a lot from her. She had um, an incredible ability of getting people um, motivated and um, inspired and also want to kind of go um be successful ultimately um she she had a great ability of actually being able to spot what drives one person compared to somebody else and realizing actually what works for that person over there doesn't work for this person here and really she would quickly understand that and and you know get that that shared um you know shared motivation across the teams that she was um working in um so yeah so another example of a, of a great person that i was able to kind of learn a lot from fantastic fantastic thank you for sharing that and the, the journey across the atlantic must have been character building if uh, yeah it was it was incredible i mean it, it was three weeks i think it took us and there's no i can honestly say there's no, nothing better out there to really give you the sense of how small we are in this in this world of yeah, you know imagine. not seeing anything for three three weeks yeah. um is is yeah i i recommend it honestly to to anyone um it's a great experience fantastic fantastic <laughs> and so in terms of in terms of books then what i'm really interested in mm. often when i speak with um business leaders is what they're reading so what what kind of content are they consuming so is there a book that's particularly stood out to you that's been of an influence to you that you'd share with us yeah so um it's actually a book that i'm rereading at the moment i read it a few years ago and, and really uh, really enjoyed it at the time uh, it's called the descent of man by grayson perry um it's all about um masculinity what it is, how it operates um, in society, and also kind of what society expects a man to be, um, you know, having all the answers, for example, you know, or um, being, you know, driven, um, whatever it might be. So kind of what that often misconception of what a man should be in, in society. Um, and then it, it talks about... Um, a different idea what if we embrace a different idea of what makes a man and what sort of men would make the world a, a better place for everyone it's definitely it's an it's an opinion piece it's not a, a, a psychological study by any means um but i i really recommend it i've got a lot from it and i think there is there is a lot of you know um expectation of how men should be in society and i think uh, i think it also it's it helped me i think i think it's very easy where you're expected to always have um the answers and this can be similar in a leadership role it can mean that people end up being very closed um as a person they, they don't talk they don't share problems um and also obviously that can have a massive impact on mental health as well yeah. so it did a lot for me in terms of getting me to op open up a lot more and discuss things and be open and honest about where I've, i'm might have a, a problem or I need a second opinion on, on things or, um, you know, how I'm feeling mentally about a, a certain situation. So, um, yeah, a great book. I, I really, I strongly recommend um, it as a good read. 
Yeah, it does sound like an interest to me. I think the thing that, that's changing, and thank God it's changing, is that whole, even the awareness around the toxic nature of the man-up mentality. Yep. And I'm so pleased that over the last maybe five years, people are much more aware, that that's just not okay. It's not okay to, to use that. 100%, opinion. yeah. I mean, I, I encourage, um, you know, people to... I hope that everybody that, that works in Spinning Fox feels that they can be open. And, you know, I often, if I know that somebody might be going through a difficult, difficult time in their personal life, you know, I encourage them to, you know, I'm here, you know, as a, as not just as, as MD of the business, but as a, as a, um, you know, as a, as a person, as a, you know, some ears that will just sit there and listen. If you do want to talk, you know, I, I know that that's easier said than done. A lot of people don't feel comfortable, but at least trying to create that environment where people yeah. would feel, you know, that they could do that if they wanted it. I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. And and so tell us about Spinning Fox then. What's going to be happening over the next six to 12 months? What's exciting and what's on your desk at the moment? Yeah, so um, exciting plans. As I said, we've uh, we're you know trying to grow um, massively. So over the last couple of years, we've we've grown um, the team quite substantially, um, even during uh, COVID. Um, but still, we're over the course of the next year um, trying to um, probably not far off double the the size of the team um, at the moment. So uh, continuing to invest in in our teams, not just in the company expansion in terms of growing uh, more individuals, but also investing in the um, training up and, and upskilling of, of the team that we already have um, mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, offer a wider range of, of verticals or services to, to, to our clients. Hopefully some new clients with exciting new projects is, is always nice. Yeah, um, and then probably more of a focus as well on the North American market for us. So um, we are a remote first um, business. Um, so yeah. even before the the pandemic, we were we were fully remote as a business. Um, we have our team are scattered across um, both Canada um, and the UK. Um, so we're we're seeing great success of kind of um, opening up new opportunities in in North America. So that's going to be a large focus um, for us over the course of the next year as well. Fantastic, fantastic. And if people want to find you obviously they can do a google spinning fox but what's the address where can they find you yeah just uh, spinningfox.com you'll find us yeah very easy and then i'm just jay marshall at spinningfox.com fantastic fantastic brilliant well james i've really enjoyed speaking with you so thank you for taking the time no thank you it's been a pleasure i've uh, really enjoyed um coming along and, and chatting to you so yeah thank you very much <laughs>